Like even the Sam yeah, Raimi I mean, Spider-Man movies, people will crap all over Tobey Maguire. I'm like, I remember them fondly though. The only problem I have with Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man is that he's clearly 38. <laughs> that part's funny to me. Yes. I, oh, hey, I'm Tobey Maguire. I'm in high school. Uh, MJ. <laughs> MJ, no. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> pizza time. Pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> so oh man okay right we need to get this episode okay, going man yeah oh my lord um so are you guys excited to talk about um i'm excited ourselves that we found the one personality test that you kind of relate to just a little bit save it for the you, you found it somewhat useful you, you know what that, that i also found that be quite thrilling when i saw your messages we were leading i thought you would think that save it stupid. for the ep we're supposed to be talking about non sequiturs right now boys <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. It, it you know it caught me off guard a little bit. So <laughs> we'll get into it. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess so. Let's do it. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the House Plants Podcast. We are here to talk about ones Moves. and twos and threes <laughs> and fours and fives and sixes, sevens and eights and, eights and nine nines. missions of Jesus. And the mission of Jesus to all nine. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> so um, well, well, we know part of the mission of Jesus is figuring out how we can relate to others, and in order to do that, part of that's even knowing how God made us. Hmm. That's true. So, so I, I, I do I how do, it's made. So, <laughs> so I, I do see this as as strange as this episode might be. Uh, as I do see that being part of the mission of Jesus and. Under, getting a chance to, to dive into who God made us to be um, sure. is, 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 is always exciting for me. All right. Yep. So um, we are going to, of course, start off with a worship song. Zach, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Let me get my get fiddle. Get fiddle. Yeah, I was. Ooh, yeah. we're already in sync, even though we're completely different personalities. We are two different types. So it listen, make you're a three. Sense. I'm a two, but I'm a two wing three. So sometimes I enter into you and you sort of enter into me. It's, not, it's like we're somebody's going to take that clip. And <laughs> no, I'm talking. Oh, my gosh. No, it's like what are those circle graphs? What are those called? A Venn diagrams? Yes. Uh, where you have circles you know, and you sort of overlap, overlap, mm-hmm. enter into each other and make a new color. Mammals. Yeah. Birds. What? Warm blood. No, wait. Reptiles. <laughs> birds lay eggs in the middle. Yep. That's. Oh, okay. That's science. I, get it? I, yeah, I, I totally get that. Now, at first I was like, where, do you, where are you going with this guy? All right. So what's the song? This is one of those Paul songs. And. Oh, gosh. Him the again. only The only relation. <laughs> The only relation point would be that Paul uh, is often talked about as an Enneagram one, a person who reforms. And uh, I think he may have been kind of an idealist when it comes to um, moral standards and things Mm -hmm. like that that he wrote about. Maybe a little bit of a perfectionist. You don't know for sure, but could have been. He I, certainly I, criticized himself. I, I, I think there's a lot of evidence for that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So this one is going to be on an album that exists in my brain still at this point. And it probably will be towards the end because it's about the shipwreck. So if you imagine Paul being on a boat, he's imprisoned, uh, being taken off for trial. And uh, he gets into a shipwreck with his uh, prisoner buddies. And they crash into Malta. Okay. Let's jam. Mm-hmm. 
I like your pads. They sound very Maltin. Or Mal- Maltese. They're supposed to kind of sound like the sea a little bit. I like it. The Mediterranean. Far and wide I've traveled And long my journey waits Through stormy seas you send are for setting sail you guide me to my longing distant shores wailing waves rise from
where there's a forest shaking in the salty breeze. My prison ship now strewn about like scattered dried up trees. The driftwood of the man I was now washes to the shore. Gather it to feed the flame that brings new life, new So good. Y'all are starting 2020 on a roll, man. Bro. This is awesome. Two great songs, two great ups, back to back. We all get into those shipwrecks occasionally. Oh my goodness. Yes, we do. Uh, so, man, after that, I guess uh, we're just deep in the Holy Spirit. It's time to pray. And Bob, you called it. So it's on <laughs> you, you man. You, you ready to go? You got it. Daddy, I'm so grateful for this chance to uh, to come and... Uh, it, experience um, a, greater, a greater understanding of how you've made us. Um, I'm thankful for, uh, for uh, the knowledge that you've given us, the intellect as human beings, to be able to examine who we are, who you've made us to be. Help us to take this knowledge, to help us to take this understanding and, um, and, and let it better our own uh, decisions moving forward. Help us to know more about ourselves so that we can glorify you. Your sons that we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So what are we doing guys? We are talking about, um, probably one of the most buzzworthy, maybe clickbaity personality tests out there currently. Uh, it's called the, which Enneagram. I resent except yes. in this case, cause the Enneagram is pretty cool. There's a bit of trendiness to it though. And I wanted to kind of demonstrate that with, um, Something that happened last semester. I was in a class um, and, you know, this is not meant to be an OK boomer kind of thing. But we will say that me and Bob and you. <laughs> <laughs> Boomers are. I, are, I, I, uh, I, I that yeah. is that is I'm actually not going to be saying that my wife hates that so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't I won't generalize, but yeah, yeah. the the Myers Briggs is kind of like a past generations might be more into it than okay. somebody right. more closer to our age. So we had a clearly more of a uh, of the boom ish persuasion uh, professor who was uh, kind of had us read a thing about Myers Briggs and and we were supposed to discuss like how Myers Briggs might affect leadership or whatever. And everybody was kind of like, eh can we talk about Enneagram instead? Cause like I'm an Enneagram, whatever. <laughs> and, and he's like, you guys really like, uh, you guys don't like Myers Briggs. And <laughs> like, no, we don't really get much out of them. I'm not either. I don't, really I like never, I never have either. I've, really? I've struggled to understand myself with Myers Briggs. And, uh, I've felt like I've found a little bit more meaning out of the Enneagram. It, gotcha. It's a little bit clearer just to me. That's just personal. Sure. Um, I, I think that the Enneagram, if you haven't heard of it, there are nine types um, and there's some complications with that. Like each type has um, 
a, a different type that they go to in stress and another mm-hmm. type that they go to uh, when they are growing. So it kind of more maps out like how your um, personality and even I would say your motivations could could change throughout the course of your life or when like different things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's more of an archetypal kind of thing. I found it useful. Um, like they say, do not type others. Okay. But I found it useful when watching movies and stuff Yeah, to go like, oh, you know what? That's I wonder if they thought of that character as this type, you know, because what they're doing kind of like fits that. Mm, I wonder what the other characters would be. <laughs> so, then, so then, you know, you fall into a Reddit hole like Anagram Star Wars or whatever. And <laughs> so yeah. one thing I find interesting about it is that they, they make a clear understanding that at some point in your life, all these different nine, these nine different personality types, you're going to exhibit parts of each and every single one of them throughout your life yeah. during certain points. Yeah, um, there's no uh, personality's not simple and it's not static, and yeah. so you're going to, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna drift. And right. I think there's things about each type that we can all kind of relate to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and I found that when I wrote when we were preparing for this episode, I found myself believing that I was one type only to determine afterwards and after consulting with my bride, who obviously sees me in a different light, <laughs> help me confirm that what others thought of me, I was in fact this other type. Sure. And so, which, which I, I found to be, I found to be quite useful. And it's not that I wasn't, I never exhibited parts of that first type as much as it was that what I was thinking about might have been a reflection of a particular season I was going through as opposed to um, the, the what 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 Enneagram refers to as your main your basic uh your your your, your primary personality yeah. trait yeah and that and that's usually what they refer to when you for well, I'm a I'm a three I'm a five it's a referring to your the basic type not that you can't exhibit others yeah. but the one that you kind of default into yeah sure I feel like um this kind of pegged me pretty well um and it was the first time that uh for me the questions as far as I understand them, uh, we're not as silly. So you're talking about the particulars of the particular test we took, because there are different ones. Well, no, what I mean is no, 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 not that, not not in that way. What I mean is that with Meyer Briggs, they try and dissect your decision-making based Mm. on what you would do. But I am kind of one of those guys that like, I try and be a discerning guy who would, yeah. Uh, try and make the best decision possible. And I, I found that I've had that um, issue with like the Myers-Briggs test as well, because yeah. I can't say what I would do because I need more information. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And so and so with with the Enneagram, what I saw was it approached things a little more close to what I understand is like how to self-analyze, which is things like. Uh, how outgoing, how do you call yourself an outgoing person? Are you a romantic? Are you artistic? Are you loud and obnoxious or calm? Are you whatever? (laughs) And so it was, it was a lot easier for me to, it was applicable for me to kind of self-analyze that way. Fun, fun fact. When I was, when we were taking this ahead of time and just trying to get a basic idea on how we would respond to some of these, um, that question came up, are you a romantic? And I took to my wife and I was like, am I a romantic? (laughs) 
And I don't think she's ever rolled her eyes harder at me before in my life. It was so hilarious. I loved it. I loved it so much. No, 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 mainly because it was obvious that I'm not. Mm. And it was even more obvious to her that I was not. Did, did Bethany so, take the test as well? She did. Okay. She did. Well, we'll, we'll talk we about to, that. We yeah, need yeah. to talk about it after. So I want to know if anybody else has previous experience with this. Mm. Um, because I heard about the Enneagram through like ministry people. It's like it's sure. almost kind of a fad yeah. at, at seminary right now. And I'm sure other seminaries too. Sure. Because it's a very millennial kind of thing. But um, a lot of people at seminary talk about the Enneagram all the time. What's your type? You know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there was uh, there was actually a seminar held at one of the churches in Wilmore. And yeah. so my wife and I got invited by some friends of ours and we went and we actually heard like a there's an Enneagram coach who came and like talked about all these different types. So yeah. I've been educated a little bit. <laughs> you, you guys, just because I thought this was more applicable and, and understandable by me doesn't mean I still don't rail against personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because to me, I was floored, though, to hear just that you thought you got something good out of this one. Yeah. Well, like uh, my whole my whole experience with any test whatsoever is that it, it it's almost like a trendy like self-discovery thing, but we end up like focusing a lot on ourselves mm. while doing it. And it's almost like you're patting your own back in some <laughs> regard. And I, and I hate the idea. Well, that, I'm really good at that as a three. Like that's my favorite thing to do. You pat yourself so. on the back. Uh, so, <laughs> and so for me, I don't, I, I don't, uh, you know, it, the idea of being like, Hey, check out what your personality is and it'll help you to like mm. be better at being you. And I'm like, I don't need to be reminded, of, you know, of who I am. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. But yeah. if a test were to reveal ways to better uh, prepare for stressful situations or uh, suggest ways Just, that you can grow yeah. or the things that you're struggling with, even uh, that yeah. can be that mm-hmm. can be beneficial, not just for myself, but for my relationship with my wife and things. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah. And so. Absolutely. So if if there is wisdom to be gotten out of it, I see the Enneagram as being the the front runner of the tests I've taken. I haven't taken every test, but I've taken tests that called me Yoda on the Meyer Briggs. <laughs> well, that's useful. And, <laughs> and other random personality tests that will tell you how old your spirit is. Mm-hmm. You know, Colin, you're actually 52 in your spirit. Is Colin, your I, I think you need to stop visiting BuzzFeed. <laughs> I know, always difficult. <laughs> Which house do you belong to in Hogwarts? Yeah, right, based on yeah. these questions you answer. So, um, yeah, so are we going to take the test? Let's, I think we are. Let's, yes. let's take it live. So we're going to take this test live. We're going to at least kind of go through the questions. And, and for everybody listening, if you remember the last time we took the test, we had the fun music that plays and we fast forward. Um, are we going to do that again? Yes. Oh, yeah, I think so. And and so and, and, and this, <laughs> the, the discussion will we'll probably put up on Patreon. I would love for this will be a Patreon to, yeah. bonus content. And awesome. it'll be fun because then people can hear kind of like how we went through the process. Um, we we kind of cheated a little bit, but it's just so that the podcast turned out so great. And that is that we uh, we went ahead and prematurely took the test so that we can talk about our results. But we can also have a live one where we all take it together. And, and that get a way chance to discuss. The we questions. don't have to argue yeah. over who should be the one really answering the questions and yeah. who wants to get the results. So that's just a little bit of behind the scenes. So I um, may just I may just uh, look on the screen there and we'll have maybe Bob. Do you want to just like read the sure. questions yeah. out as we go? Yeah. Okay. OK, we will see you guys in a little bit. Yeah, for this content, check us out on Patreon. Bye.
We're back. We're back. Hey, yeah. welcome back, listeners. Um, uh, we are. And my iPad died, so everybody remind me of the notes. Um, basically, <laughs> we're, we're just going to talk about stuff now. So cool. I'll yeah, just talk say about our there's questions on here, right? And we'll talk about our results as well. Yeah, there's questions okay. on the on the uh, the notes. We can I can okay. help get lead us through. Yeah, so so let, let's talk about our results for just a real quick. Okay. What, 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 what were some of your results? What were the things that you found interesting about that? I will start because uh, I Go was ahead. the biggest naysayer. I will say that I ended up being a two wing three, and I think when they say wing, what they mean is that you sort of have a partial tendencies towards tendencies that. You have a type on either, so it's like a circle that goes from one around back to nine. Yeah. And so you have um, a side on either side of you that you might tend towards. And the number two one, which I think if you guys listen to the Patreon, like uh, listen to us take this thing, you'll know this about me. I tend to want to serve and please others. Mm -hmm. I tend to want to be altruistic and do nice things. And I'm sure that to an extent that might have something to do with my own gratification that, that, that they may give it back and that kind of thing. But I also uh, find that uh, from what it's described as the, uh, of the helper is that it's, it's very much a, um, it's a, you sort of want what you're giving out. So you like give this thing out and you kind of want it back. And, and, in terms of yeah. like love or uh, appreciation, that kind of thing. But I would say that I've come a long way as a person and that I find that I am okay doing nice things for others, not getting anything back. But that is also a double edged sword and that you can be taken advantage of. You mm -hmm. can, you yeah. can, you can stress yourself out trying to please everybody. And so that's kind of my thing. Zach, what about you? Yeah. I got a three wing four. That's the most consistent answer that I've gotten. Um, so the type three is about um, achieving and being successful. And for a lot of us, the achiever for a lot of us, even myself included, um, it does have to do with um, like how you are perceived. For me, I think that it's not necessarily um, that I want to like think of myself as better than everybody else or anything like that. But uh, I do want to be seen as like professional at like the kinds of jobs and work that I do. I want yeah. to be seen as like somebody who can get the job done. Who's good at it. Who's creative and an individual mm -hmm. and my wing being the four. I see you. You want me to look at it? Uh, yeah, you can, you, you guys can uh, check out my phone. I have yeah, the yeah. website up. Oh yeah. If you want to look at your, so yeah, we will link uh, not only the test that we took, but also the Enneagram Institute site that we've been looking at to get a lot right. of our information. Um, so my wing is the four, right? And the four is kind of like the uh, the unique individual type, and they're kind of artistic, and um, they're kind of driven by emotions. So I think the key difference that makes me not completely a four and instead a three is that I, sure. I don't tend to, like, just sit and, like, dwell on emotions. I tend to, like, throw myself into work or something instead. I hear you. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that I have a lot of that, that four archetype as well yeah so so what about you bobby yeah. what are you well mine got a little interesting because at first uh i thought i was more of an eight um which is more of the uh 
um, the challenger, kind of very aggressive individual. Um, just because, and, and I think the reason why I saw that is because of a lot of my past behaviors. Um, but upon further analysis, I think I'm much more of a solid one. And then eight kind of came out mm. during a very particular season of my life where I just, where a lot of anger and things were going on internally mm. and were coming out. And so I found myself easily able to blow up at other people and things like that. Um, just because of where things were. Um, but, but in reality, when you look at my, my general personality, the way that things normally are for me, um, even especially, I'm, I'm much more of a one. You're into your principles. Oh, and yes. You are idealistic and rational. Yes. And value yeah. truth above all else. That is true. Yeah. And so and, and tend to would, you, to a would fault. you define yourself as a perfectionist? The perfectionist, not so much, but definitely mm -hmm. a realist. And okay. I think that that's one of the bigger yeah. aspects is that is that there's a very sense of realism, recognizing that perfection cannot be achieved. Do the best I can with, with the time I have okay. and then move on with life. But it's important to strive towards it, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. You, you, you want you want yeah. to do a good job. I definitely want to, to, to do a good job when I'm putting effort towards things so um let really me, awesome it's it's getting late in the night and so i i wonder if this will be a, like a slightly shorter episode uh so what i'll what i'll do is i'll just rattle off a few of these questions we have here okay so we can kind of dissect a little bit i, I you know what, before even before even doing that let me just go through each of them one at a time and give like a brief description just so that people can understand and if you've uh, taken this test already and you're into the Enneagram, definitely let us know. Yeah, comment and tell us what your is. thing is. I think we yeah. might actually put a post up on Facebook. I'm sure and ask people yeah. what they're if, if they wanted we to take to. it. That's that's a win win to like put on Facebook. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the so number one is the reformer, and Bob, you said that that's the one you ended up getting. Oh mm -hmm. yes, very much. And that's so. Paul the apostle, right? Yeah, and then we yeah. have to the helper. That's me, the caring um, sort of. Generous people pleasing, but I'm also, it says you're also a little possessive. I guess yep. I could say that about myself. Uh, and the then caring type. Yeah. Then three is the achiever, which is success Zach. oriented, success pragmatic. oriented, pragmatic, uh, so we adaptive. Are one, two and three. Isn't that's, that funny? It's pretty awesome. So, yeah. And so I, I don't mean, I don't mind being called a number two, you know, it's a whole life thing. As long <laughs> as I'm pleasing them, it doesn't matter what they call me. Um, so <laughs> number four is the individualist and uh, so sensitive and withdrawn. Uh, expressive, dramatic, but self-absorbed, temperamental, or some of the characteristics that are often described. That's within. right. And then five is the investigator, and they are mm -hmm. very intense, cerebral type. I would have thought that for you, Bob, for some reason, but I think that I, I think, five can be Bob at times. Yeah, yeah, I know. And is that it, your growth? Is one of five growth? Um, uh, click on that and see. I think it tells uh, you. Oh, well, I tend to grow more towards seven. That's um, interesting. But but I definitely feel that leaning towards five. I I enjoy the knowledge, but but I, but I think that's more of a sense of pursuing truth more so than it is the being cerebral yeah. and like pondering the the hard questions of life. Jonathan Powers says that he's a five. He has told us that so um, they're, they're more known to be more uh, innovative, and secretive. <laughs> um, I, so I, I don't think I have the creativity that often comes with a five. Je Jonathan Powers tends to, to he came off to me as a very analytical guy. So I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, OK, so six is the loyalist. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought of myself as that, but I didn't get that. Uh, the committed security oriented type, engaging, responsible, amb uh, anxious, anxious and, and suspicious. You know what the you know what the Enneagram coach said what? when we saw him? He said that there is a specific type of six called the counterphobic six because the six is very driven by fear. And the okay. counterphobic six 
goes against their own fear as much as they can. Like they try to prove that they're not afraid. Oh, wow. And okay. one person who supposedly was a counterphobic six was Hitler. So there you go. If you're a counterphobic six, you are not in very good company. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so seven is the enthusiast. Busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Mm -hmm. I, I'll be honest. Sounds like me a little bit, too. It, 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 uh, yes. And, and and full disclosure, my wife also was a two with a wing three, kind, kind of leaned towards the three. Interesting. It makes sense. Yes. We're both very and, extroverted. And, I, and when I first saw these descriptions, I also thought she might be a seven as well. I would have thought that, too. But you're not supposed to type other people. You're not so. supposed to, but you can, <laughs> I, I can't help it. I'm too critical yeah. and think about these types. Well, of one of our questions <laughs> that we had on there, which I'm kind of condensing into this is, did you resonate with any of the other ones? So, yeah. and so eight is the challenger. challenger and this sounds negative, but in a lot of ways you like having powerful yeah. dominating type people around you. So, Self-confident. From what I've heard, Willful. the challenger, the eight is, is very into like, um, uh, efficiency. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I can, like, do this better and faster. Like, yeah. what's the point of, like, you're wasting all this time or whatever. And then nine, I'm surprised I didn't get. I, I think it was, like, fourth on my list. But the, the easygoing, self-effacing, uh, mm -hmm. uh, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to that in stress. And I think, like, how that plays out for me is, like. Um, you just want to defuse any conflict. Yeah, happening. if a conflict's happening, I I don't want to be around it or I want it to be just diffused let's let's so. let's get into that really quick where, where do we go and we're stressed so for me it's the eight which is the 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 bad one that i said was bad okay colin let me ask you this okay when you um when you feel like your help for others is not like recognized or appreciated do you get irritable absolutely <laughs> well like that's well that's the point is like my the i think what i think that's remember when i was saying i don't think i'm that controlling I think that's what I'm controlling is that I want if somebody mm -hmm. it, like like uh, I've had times when I feel like friends aren't aren't engaged. Like I would really want a friend's attention yeah. or their acceptance. And, and they're kind of like at arm's length. I can't like grab mm -hmm. them. And then as a result, I become more controlling yeah. to try and like grab them in. That was the biggest resonation I had with this test was that I realized that about myself is that when I'm stressed or when I'm like angry that things aren't going right, I tend to want to control more. The more you tighten your grip, the, the more, more friendships will slip through your fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I totally resonate with that. What about you guys? Oh, and I'll just say my growth one, which I'm not exactly sure how the growth thing mm. really works, but what it seems like based on the, the thing is that if you are secure as your OG one, you can yeah. even take on the aspect of a different one. Yeah. As you become so. What is your growth for the individualist? Okay. And you know what? I think that you have some, some four traits at times, the sensitive withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed and temperamental. It's not necessarily the withdrawn, but I think that you, um, like when you, when you are acting like, like you're growing, I feel like you, um, you grow by understanding yourself more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and, and thus you feel like you need people a little bit less. You don't feel as, as, yeah. as, as and growth you get, for me comes when I self analyze and try and better myself. Well, you get in touch with your own emotions and yeah. you're more honest with yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it yeah. makes sense. All right. Yeah. Now uh, I stress by going to a four. So I, I take on the negative traits of that, of being, um, of, of withdrawn, self absorbed and temperamental, and, and temperamental. temperamental. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And, and so the, 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 the stoic robot uh, kind of bursts and shatters and, and, and I kind of explode um, in those situations. Um, I like that. But where, where do you see yourself? Where does it say you're growing? Uh, growing, I move. I move more towards a seven, towards the enthusiast, the busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, which is strange for me. Because see, this is why I said that this, this is what happens when you take Mountain Dew. <laughs> this is this is why that's I, a great point. This is me on Mountain Dew. I am a seven on Mountain Dew. This is why I think this is <laughs> hyperactive. Yeah, because it almost seems as though what they're suggesting is that when things are good and you're growing as a person, yeah. you tend to actually step away from your OG. And like kind of develop in a new way. Sure. So for you, you're normally very like analytical and stuff, but the enthusiast isn't as analytical. They're more yeah. just yeah. like willing you to You can have be more fun. free spirited. That's yeah. how you grow. But the withdrawn and temperamental <laughs> part of things yeah. um, was, was, was what led me to believe initially that I was much more of an aggressive eight. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that doesn't really fit me in a lot of ways. I'm not really, I don't tend to domineer other people or, you know, or try to control them necessarily. But I mean, that's like, like most eights would, but I saw more of the negative aspects of the eight as being similar to my own negative aspects. Hmm. And so, whereas, as opposed to the withdrawn temperamental viewpoint that a four really is, which is more okay. descriptive of, I think of who yeah. I am. And I'm supposed to grow towards the six, so I think that like being loyal, com- like I get out of my like self-deception and like deception of others or whatever of like trying to be more successful than I really am or whatever. When I uh, can reconcile with that, I become loyal and committed to other people. Mm-hmm. So the way I grow is by committed relationships and committed friendships. Um. Yeah. Nice. So. And so where do you, where do you see yourself being mad? Where does it say or, or oh, my, stress? My stress is the nine, so it's like diffusing conflict. Oh yeah, you told us yeah, that earlier. Or avoiding okay. it. Okay, great. Um so yeah. Yeah, I mean, and again, uh, normally I, I kind of rail against um, the test, but uh, yeah. I see a lot of truth in this, and it's applicable to my life in ways that will help me be a better person. And so I, I, I do appreciate that part of the test, so I, I do actually recommend this test. I think yeah. it would be good for anybody to uh, take it. Take uh, it and let us know, for do, sure. Uh, I mean, I, th- I guess it's a little bit more obvious, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyways. Do you, I mean, what do you think, what do you, what do you think value this has is from a ministry perspective? I want to say this, because... Like, again, I rail against tests in general because I feel like they're very self-absorbed and I'm not a self-absorbed kind of guy typically. But as the Enneagram shows, when I'm growing, I tend to be a little more self-absorbed, but only for the betterment of myself so I can later be the betterment of others. So I will say this. If the goal, if you have a desire to be the best person that you can be for others mm-hmm. and for your ministry, then I think it is definitely good because I believe that God encourages pruning of your, of who you mm-hmm. are yeah. into the best you can be for God. So if taking a test to help you self analyze, then you can take the steps to prune and be yeah. a better mm-hmm. uh, vine plant for God, a uh, house plant. Yeah. Should we say? You're really, really drawn on the Psalms and Isaiah just now. Yeah. Exactly. Being God's righteous plant there. And so the yep. po- and so the point of, of if the point of the test yeah. that you're taking is to help yourself prune to be better, a better ser- uh, servant of the Lord, then I think it's absolutely good for ministry. Awesome. That's yeah. my answer. I think, yeah, I think it's a self 
evaluation tool. I think it's really good to help Mm -hmm. you understand your emotions, maybe some of the things that you struggle with and things that you are motivated by. And so I would highly recommend anybody that's going into ministry Mm -hmm. to take it to understand themselves. I value the Myers-Briggs kind of for the same reasons, but I do Mm -hmm. appreciate that this takes a very different approach. And knowing that I'm a one that leans towards with a wing two that lean towards that generous yeah. side um really i i felt like really helped me understand more of who i was mm-hmm. and why i behave the way that i do not just that this is part of my personality but understanding more of a why behind it yeah and, and um oh, what was i gonna say yeah so in reality like you can use multiple tests absolutely right? so like sure. a lot of times you can kind of come up with like almost a profile for yourself like they, <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a class that they made us do this. Like we had, well, to, I did we had an orientation class. That yeah, gave, yeah. Yeah. We had kind of a similar thing at seminary and it's like your ministry profile. And so you had to take, um, they didn't have the Enneagram on there at that point. Um, because I think the Enneagram is kind of a newer trend, but it was like, sure. what's your Myers Briggs type? What's, uh, there's like another one. I can't remember the name of it, but there's one where there's like the dominant person, the helper, the retriever who just like shows off and there's like four animals or something. Um, so there's like that one Myers Briggs and then like how you handle, like how you rate yourself on conflict and all these different things. And it was like, we had to put these together like on a page and like creatively kind of design it. Like it was a high school project or something <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for, yeah. for better, for worse. Yeah. Profiling is a really big thing. I mean, when, when, mm. a, when, when a, uh, when, like a serious crime happens and they're trying to track somebody down. You know I mean? The, the first thing detectives will do is they'll create a profile off mm-hmm. the behaviors they've seen of, of yeah. the culprit and trying to track down. I mean, who, what type of person they are and thus where they might go next. I mean, it's really fun to create your profile when you first sign up for like Facebook and stuff. <laughs> like if it's the year 2006 and you just want to like start your profile. It's really great. There's a million yeah. of these. Like I, I just just yeah. just because I felt like it. I looked up a bunch of just like they have the top ranked personality tests like mm-hmm. officially yeah. created by colleges and things. Um, and there's a lot of them and they all oh, have sure. some kind of, of like, yeah. d- they have some kind of display mm-hmm. that, you know, like we're in the Enneagram and it's that like circle thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Myers-Briggs has like the checkerboards with the That's different true. things. That's true. Yeah. Every one of them seems to have like a different way they're displayed yeah, their things. And so visual information is mm-hmm. helpful. One of the ways that I think that maybe a personality test could be detrimental would be that if you decide to take one or you have somebody suggest that you take one mm-hmm. and you feel like as an individual, you are like being put in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What are some of the weaknesses of this? I think that in, well, yeah. of the Enneagram, I don't see a lot of weakness, but only because they suggest that you could appear at different places. And so it's yeah. more of a fluid thing, which is good. That I, way we're, we all, cause yeah, personality is pretty complicated. It's weird because we embody yeah. different things at different times. It's weird because yeah. um, Myers-Briggs t- it tends to almost be like used as a weapon sometimes. Cause people mm-hmm. will go like to oh, really? me, cause they'll say to me, they'll be like, Oh, you're such an ENFP. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> out of here like oh (laughs) i put you into a category of 16 types and you're just this one and the thing for me is like i like the idea that the enneagram says that you kind of shift depending on what's happening to you and you also sort of tend to gravitate towards a few different ones depending on what your life's uh, i believe that is how it is meant to be used um i will say that one of the weaknesses is that you can use it to categorize people. That's why they tell you yeah. not to type other people. 
Right, exactly. Um, because you can just be like, well, look at that nerdy five over there. <laughs> well, I, I, of course he's not going to want to come out and hang out. He just wants to study. I admit that that's kind of where uh, we, we were like taking some of the questions. All like, oh, that's Zach. Oh, that's Bob. But it's like, <laughs> but, oh, but oh, you can't help but, uh, but not to at some well, point. Uh, you know, to some yeah. degree. It's, we, yeah. we know each other now pretty well. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that this test did was help reveal how well we know each other. And so. I wonder if there's ever going to be a church that's going to be like, this is a small group only for sixes. So <laughs> like men's study group, women's study group. And then we'll just say all the helpers. All the that two. would be terrible. We're going to do a two Bible study and we're going to oh. have a potluck every week. <laughs> Everybody bring food. If you really care about the other people. Yes. In the club. The, oh my they're, goodness. They're like, no, I'm the nicest one. Uh, so, so Man, the thank three, you for bringing that. I'm so appreciative. The three one would week. be the worst though. Cause they'd probably play like golf every week. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, well look at this stroke that I got. Oh, you see that <laughs> new see Mustang? That? Just picked that up from the store. Only have uh, only have uh, thirty six more months of it's payments all on like it. It's like lawyers and crap. Oh man. So so here's what I'll say is is that um, one of the ways it's a detriment. Like I said, is that you feel like you're put into a box and you can feel like yeah. maybe you are judged by who mm-hmm. you are and and it brings things out of the open that you may not want people to like know about you or whatever. You may want to put on a front, but I would say that the, the other thing is that you probably need to be honest yeah. uh, as also, a person. You like, can be mischaracterized I, too, because sure. like, though, I wear my heart on my which sleeve. I almost said to myself. Yeah. Though, though I think that I probably relate most to the three. I think that I don't fit it perfectly. I think none oh, of sure. us fit one archetype perfectly. Sure. And, and um, so, yeah, you can like, I, I, I really see the danger of like, um, being mischaracterized like if somebody just starts to think of you as one type and then that's what they see you people are a lot more than that <laughs> yeah you are more than just a number <laughs> yeah. so in general like i said i think this one i think if i had to rate them i think that this one uh smacks down the meyer briggs test mm-hmm. but i also like i also think it's kind of like criticism like we said the other episode uh take what you need from it to for the betterment of yes. your spirit and then uh leave the rest of the door man oh, yes. i'm excited colin that that that, that you that you enjoyed uh, or that, that you found value in this me one me too i'm shocked well <laughs> the, do you remember me telling you guys that the main thing was that like I I found myself really like finding the questions. Oh yeah, yeah. I I did like ten different Meyer Briggs tests. Ken kept telling me I needed yeah. to do it to help myself, but I kept doing them and then finding that it was just uh, like the questions were so elusive. Like I just could not like fathom like some yeah. of the stuff they were asking because it would put me in a situation where I I would decide that either option didn't really fit me. But in this case with the Enneagram the questions that are asked yeah. and we just went through it and the that. one that we took was like do you agree with this like is this you, you yeah. yeah and so you can right and but that not only that but there are ones that i clearly said 100 percent yes mm-hmm. yeah and in the meyer briggs i never said that i never yeah. had that I, yeah <laughs> there is not one question on the meyer briggs test that i said i 100 percent agree with I, the decision yeah made. i feel the same way whenever i've taken it i can't so. even remember what type i've gotten because i've gotten so many different ones infj oh. enfp espn and it's funny that and it's fun like sports one like yes like introvert extrovert for example even you being like, I could peg you as pretty extroverted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be about like, where do you get your energy from? And it's like, well, 
I, yeah, I love being around people, but of course I get energy from being alone sometimes. And I want to sleep yeah. now and again. Like I don't yeah. get enough yeah. sleep and yeah. I love to spend time with Jessica and nobody else. Yeah. Right. Like that's my life doesn't revolve around who I am as an extrovert or introvert. Yeah. It revolves around the decisions I make to better mm-hmm. my life or my situation and stuff. See, and your see, motivation. See, yeah. what I always found interesting was the fact that Bethany, uh, we, we, we were, Bethany and I, we were easily able to peg each other on the, on the uh, Myers-Briggs. But mainly, uh, for example, the introvert, extrovert, I am very clearly an introvert to myself. I mean, that is sure. I, I get, being around other people that exhausts me. Uh-huh. Whereas Bethany, if she's sitting at home too long, she, she's like, I got to get out of the house. I got to be around other people. I need to be around people. She, she is so, um, she gains energy. And after, and Not after be, being around people for so long, I can actually see her continue to like bubble over. Like she's received so much energy and she's up to like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> gotcha. I, I have problems going I to sleep. I can be like that. Yeah. It just depends. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, guys, I, I think this was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed taking the test. I think that it is beneficial. I would not normally say that about a personality test. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Great. Yeah, I see a lot of value in it, uh, especially as compared with other personality tests that I've taken. So I'd recommend that everybody take it, but just understand that. It's never no personality test can tell you who you are. Yeah. Um, I guess I will tell you everything. I guess we're hipsters no. now because we all like the, the Enneagram test and it's like a cool thing. Yep. So we're, we're all hipsters. We're into the fad. <laughs> so we're going to become an Enneagram podcast, right? We're going to go <laughs> we're gonna, each week. We're going to have uh, people from each number. Um, <laughs> we're just going to go one through nine. Well, there's a whole bunch start. of examples. Like uh, looks like the type one has Confucius. Yeah, and play that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's funny that the type two one. There's a pope called the Jerry hugging, Seinfeld. There's Bill a pope Maurer. called the hugging pope. <laughs> the hugging pope, and it wasn't was Saint Francis. <laughs> oh, okay. The hugging pope. <laughs> it's one of the ones listed. If you go to two, it's funny. It's like so, some people, and then it's like this pope, and it gives like the name, and it said in parentheses the hugging pope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I said, well, I can see that. Yeah, Doctor McCoy is also a type two. Oh yeah, it includes characters too. Yes, as opposed to Mr. Spock, which is the type one, which <laughs> you, can't argue, you can't argue with that. <laughs> so, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for yeah. uh, uh, tuning in with us. We just ask that you would uh, check us out on all of our podcast mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, please Leave comment. us a rating. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also would uh, ask that if we uh, if and when we put a post up about the Enneagram that you might uh, take it and uh, yep. post your your answer on there. And if you want to hear our discussion that we had uh, while while going through one of these tests here, uh, be sure to check us out on Patreon. It'll be that. one of the many things you can check out on Patreon. We have a lot of content on there. We're getting it up and running, so yeah. it's going to be pretty awesome. All right, guys. Love you. Thanks God again. Bless. Peace. Yeah, See ya. <laughs> <laughs>